<clears throat> so making those subtle changes in your posture that help you to establish a posture of being alert yet relaxed. Inclining the mind and body and heart towards relaxing in this posture. Checking out the various places in the body where there might be some holding or tension. It's always helpful to ground the attention in the body when we first begin. Noticing places, for example, in the face where there might be tension, like around the eyes, the forehead, around the jaw, relaxing the tongue, and going on down through your own body with awareness, noticing any other places that might need unintentional softening around those areas. Relaxing, releasing as much as possible. The hands and down to the feet. And whatever remains, allowing that to be so. That's how it is right now. Then relaxing the mind. How do we do that? We can check to see whether there's any agenda about our practice in this sitting or this retreat. And put that to the side. Letting go of any attachment to result by simply noticing that there's that happening in the background. It comes and goes just like everything else. We don't need to fill that in with our actions or our thoughts. Relaxing the mind, letting go of any agenda. See if our intention for this sitting can simply be to pay attention, to be aware of our moment-to-moment experience. Not needing to strive or neither to be too loose, but just to find that right balance, that simple balance that keeps the mind alert and interested, yet rested, relaxed, not striving. We can start by bringing the attention to the body, a simple sense of this body just sitting here. A sense of this whole body occupying space. A sense of the various sensations arising and passing away in what we call body. And sometimes when it's helpful using the refrain There is a body. It helps to rest the attention at this place. Rest the awareness connected to the fact, the feeling experience of there is a body. This refrain in all ways of noting or naming what's happening simply points the awareness in a particular direction. It's said that clear perception is approximate cause 
for awareness, mindful awareness to arise. So when we point the attention towards there is a body, there is a possibility of resting in that awareness. Noticing the various sensations that become predominant in this body. Feeling those sensations, not just from a very standoffish or distant place, but from an intimate connecting and sustaining with the flow of sensations that arise and pass away in what we call body. Might feel the hands touching, feeling the coolness or the warmth there. What might become predominant is a sensation of the buttocks to the chair or cushion, hardness, softness, vibrations, at various parts of the body. Sensations coming and going, flowing, arising and passing away, not needing to seize on anything, but just to allow that flow and feeling it closely. And within the body and this flow of sensations, we may notice the breath wherever it is sensed predominantly or clearly, might be in the belly as it rises and falls, or at the chest area, or maybe at the nostrils, wherever you're already used to, and bring the attention, the awareness, clearly to that area. Noticing the rise and fall of the abdomen or chest, or the in and out of the breath at the nostrils. If you're fairly new to practice, choose only one of those areas. Wherever it's most clear to you, wherever the sensations are most predominant to you. So see if it's possible to notice the very beginning of an in-breath, connecting and sustaining awareness there to the very end of that in-breath. The beginning, if you're with the chest or the abdomen, There may be the experience of expansion. Just being with that, those moments of expansion. There might be senses, sensations of vibrations, of coolness or warmth, tension or tightness or tautness, hardness at the very end of that in-breath. Notice those experiences, feeling them closely. Let the breath be natural without forcing or pulling or pushing. There may be a short breath or a long breath. Let it naturally arise. Feel that in-breath, beginning, middle, and end. Notice the pause at the end of the in-breath. Just be with that pause in the moments that it lasts. And then the beginning of the out-breath. There might be a sense of pulling, also vibrations, pressure, 
lightness or heaviness. Those are various felt senses that can be experienced. See if you can come close to that experience without being tight about it or striving to see or to feel without striving, just comfortably being close to the experience of the breath. On an in-breath, from the beginning to the middle to the end, noticing the pause, and on the out-breath, noticing those various feelings that come with an out-breath. Seeing if we can track those experiences, feeling them closely. The very beginning practice, this kind of Practice with the body and the breath helps to ground the attention, helps to create a sense of stillness in the body and in the mind, quiets the mind, brings calm, and the beginning of enough concentration to be with things as they are. Whenever it feels too tight or too tense to be in this place just with the breath, open the attention to be with the whole body just sitting here. With the knowing there is a body. Sometimes that gentle refrain like a whisper and bring the attention, the awareness to this sense of this whole body just sitting here. With the balance of being gentle yet alert. And then within that whole body experience, sometimes other sensations of the body may arise naturally. The attention doesn't have to go to the breath. The awareness doesn't have to go to the breath, but it may go to whatever arises that's predominant within this body. Various sensations of the body that may be, for example, painful. Some places in the body like the knees or the hips where you normally are drawn to that place because there is this chronic experience of pain, for example. When those experiences become predominant, meaning they're naturally in the foreground of your awareness, then allow awareness to gently connect with that experience of what we call pain. And see if you can be with that area of experience in a gentle way. Not using awareness to be aware so that it will go away but bring a gentle yet clear awareness to that area. So whatever is arising in that area can be received and known with awareness. There can be various sensations of tightness, tension, pressure, heat, stabbing, darting, 
heavy vibrations. See if you can see the component parts of what makes up what we call pain. Not getting lost in the thoughts about it. But see if we can continually bring our attention to the various experiences which comprise this concept called pain. It may be noted that gentle whisper of a note, pain, to bring the attention to that particular area. But that's only 3% of the energy, 3 to 5% of the energy, 95 or more percent of the energy is in actually being with that experience. Gentle, clear attention, knowing the component parts of that experience. When awareness comes really close to the experience of pain, it notices the various parts of that. Heat or pressure. We don't have to name all those things. Just notice them. How it's always changing and fluxing. Coming back to the breath when you need some respite. The rise and fall or the in and out. Going back to the experience or maybe it calls your attention quite naturally. Can let it go back and forth between the experience of what we call pain Coming back to the breath or the body sitting here. Momentary respite and then going back to that experience that may be challenging different parts of the body where pain arises. And of course, thoughts will arise. When thoughts arise, let them be in the background and gently come back to the experience. Coming back to the body, to the breath, or if it's very predominant, coming back to the experience of these component parts which comprise pain. Let's see if we can keep a continuity of our practice without getting lost anywhere. Coming back to the body or the breath whenever we need to. Not trying to avoid anything. If pain arises, be there with it. If thoughts arise, be careful not to get lost in them. Just acknowledge They're there, let them be in the background. And come back to the experiences of the body for now. See if we can stay stable in our practice with the balance of being alert, yet relaxed moment to moment.
So thank you for your practice, everyone. I have a few announcements to make, and, <clears throat> and then I'll open the floor for a short period of time for questions, and we'll also be having our phone device renunciation ceremony today. So um, announcements first. This afternoon at the Metta practice, which we ask you to come to, Greg will be uh, making some, um, giving some information about taking the eight precepts for those of you who are thinking about it and who want to know more information about it. Please come to the Metta sitting at four o'clock and um, we will be offering the Metta guidance practice during that time also. Greg will be here to do that. So please come for that where the eight precepts will be more explained to you. Also, today after this sitting, we'll begin the group check-ins, uh, and the four of us will be offering um, some time for all of you to uh, let us know about your practice, ask any questions, and there'll be more instructions when you get there about how the group will be handled. Um, there have been uh, there's been a list up on the board there, and I hope you all have taken notice of that. Half of you will be um, checking in today, and the other half tomorrow. And then um, you'll, all of you will be having two group check-ins and one individual interview over the course of the time here together. And so the, the teacher that you'll be seeing today will be just for today and then the next time that you go into a group check-in it'll be another teacher and then a different one uh, for most of you uh, for the individual check-in. So that's how it will work. Um, I've been asked to let the commuters know to check the board because there might be some announcements for you there just for you. Um, and some directions and some uh, helpful things for you to know. So please check the board. Some notes will go up for you probably later on this morning. Please take extra care in your rooms, in the dormitories, for ways that you are handling opening and closing the doors. Um, so we have uh, compassion and care for our fellow yogis. Please bring your, your awareness there too to do things gently. You're walking, opening and closing doors, being mindful of all of that, and also using your alarms in the morning. Um, so we don't want to wake everybody else up. So if you're a, an early bird, once the alarm goes off... Um, please try to turn it off as soon as possible <laughs> so everyone else doesn't wake up in the dorm. The, there's a note about to us about the swallows. Um, it's really wonderful that they're making an appearance. The babies are being born. But it's good for us to know also that um, if we're standing around looking, the mama swallow feels um, hesitant to go in to feed her babies. So it might be good to just give the mama swallow some room. And I know we're all going in and out to the bathroom there too. So just be aware of that. And um, yeah. So let's see what else. We're going to be having the device renunciation ceremony in a little bit. So I want to open the floor up if there's any questions about your practice. We take a few questions. And some of you will be in um, group, group check-ins today, so you'll have a chance there also. you have any questions, or maybe you have all the answers already? <laughs> I can't see. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, is there a way to skillfully help the settling process? 
to to help the settling process along because it usually takes a few days and already noticing that the mind is going off to thinking and so how to handle that so we continue in the settling process. Uh, So as I mentioned this morning, when we notice that thinking is happening, you can just acknowledge it and then gently come back. But that movement to gently come back has to really be gentle but clear. Because sometimes we don't really, um, we can't really see it, but we're noticing the thinking, for example, and rushing back to the breath. It may not be happening for you, but just be careful about that when you're when you come back to the body or the breath. It's not like rushing back. It's more like noticing and coming back, and so you're making. Uh, a wholesome habit pattern to not push away the thinking like to you're not supposed to be here you know with and developing some aversion that you don't even know about but you're you're just acknowledging it okay it's there and come back to the breath a very clear but gentle acknowledgement knowing thinking come back to the breath and then being very clear about if you connect and sustain with with the breath, with the body, it will help you to create that stability of mind. And that continuity is always there too because it's mindfulness and knowing, being acknowledge, acknowledging that thinking is there, and then also coming back and really being with the sense of there is a body and the sense of the breath, in-breath, beginning, middle, end, Pause, out-breath, beginning, middle, end. Seeing if you can be more intimate with the actual component parts of what makes up that breath. Yeah, thank you. Yes? I find most of the time I'm more relaxed if my eyes are slightly opened. And I know Joseph mentioned yesterday that can be useful for dealing with sleepiness. But in general, I'm wondering um, what the you know, word is on, on eyes open versus closed, because the sense I've gotten is that when um, that's addressed in insight instructions, it seems to be eyes closed. Mm-hmm. So what about this um, area of keeping the eyes open or closed? And when it's open, it's slightly open. As Joseph described yesterday, it might be just a small slit where actually you're not open this way where you're kind of taking everything in, but your your gaze is um, in front of you, just right in front of you. And um, it's okay either way, really. Whatever helps you be more alert and actually seeing if you're not so distracted, because um, having the eyes open sometimes can distract, can be distracting. So you can try uh, keeping the eyes open, but if you feel distracted, just gently close them and you're, you come more inside and just being with the body, breath, uh, sensations, and other mental states that arise. But then when you, you're feeling a little more, that you need a little more energy, just opening the eyes a little bit, letting the light into the eyes can help to keep a little more alert, a little more awake. So you might go back and forth, which is fine. It's fine in our practice to do that. Thank you. Yeah? A difference between doing walking meditation inside versus outside? I find it, it's sometimes it's easier to do it outside. There's just sort of more going on. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. so like, stuffy. But sometimes I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's better to do it inside. Like I'm doing it more right if it's, if it's inside. <laughs> Feeling like we might be doing it more right if it's inside. Like kind of, it kind of looks better too. So, you know. <laughs> Um, we're really walking slowly, etc. Um, <laughs> it's actually really good to practice both ways. Because um, when we're doing it inside, it's a kind of more formal way, back and forth. But when we're doing it outside, too, we can be more alert 
um, and be more aware of what's going on around us, but also being mindful there because that's what's happening in daily life. So we want to make do our practice here so it will be a bridge into our daily life also. In our daily life, we don't always have this going back and forth, but we do have a lot of going from one place to another. So um, making your mindful walking practice going from like getting your shoes on and going to the dorm, and that's your walking practice going at a regular pace. Um, so being mindful where, wherever it is. Yeah, and there's no hierarchy of what's better. It's all good. It's all good. Thank you. I think we have to go on now to the next thing so we have time for the um, our beautiful renunciation ceremony. And I'm going to hand this over to Dara uh, to give us... I'll give you this. Hold on. Yeah, this is all I need because I'm not going to be talking through the whole ceremony. Good morning. Um, So we're taking this opportunity to um, really give ourselves the gift of another uh, point of practice in terms of the renunciation of the devices. And uh, we were talking about it and um, one of the ways to think about it is, you know, really offering these... uh, Useful tools that sometimes um, we get out of let get out of control and start to actually define and run us as opposed to being skillful in how we engage with the technology. And so the, this offering, you know, one way to think about it is like you're offering um, the devices to the Buddha, but more than the, the actual physical device. It's all the habitual conditioning around these devices that you're giving up, that you're allowing yourself to have the opportunity to see how the body and the mind, because it really, our use of these devices really is connected into our nervous systems, as well as our emotions and our feelings and thoughts. So um, taking this action will give the opportunity to observe that. And taking this non-action can also give you the opportunity to observe that and to work with it. So for those of you who are going to, and remember yesterday I said that if you've already given in your devices to uh, the, the retreat management, you can still participate in the ceremony, so you can still come up and, and bow um, and then go back to your place. And what we're going to do is for people on this side of the room who are going to participate, if you could line up on the far aisle, and for people on this side of the room who are going to participate, if you could line up on this aisle, and then after you've come up um, and, and put your device in and, and bow, then you'll walk back up the center aisle back to your seat, even if you have to go around uh, to the back. The bell is going to be rung clearly by Joseph um, at each uh, input. (laughs) Um, And for those of us who aren't coming up, who are sitting, remember, we're holding the space. We're witnessing this this action that um, part of our sangha is taking. So it's not a time to zone out. It's It's like we're really holding the space and witnessing and supporting and honoring um, this action that our sangha members are taking. Um, So just noticing whether you're going to rise and come up or whether you're going to be sitting in your seat, noticing how it is there in the body, you know, as you rise, as you walk over, as you stand in line, as you walk to the front. Notice how it is in the body as you observe that, as you witness that for others and what happens for you in, in observing those actions. Um, and just one other point of, of structure. Once you put 
the um, device in the basket and turn to walk up, then the next person will alternate. The next person can begin to move forward so that we're having a nice flow um, and some efficiency with time. Okay. Ah, thank you. Um, very important. Turn your devices off. <laughs> so the managers don't have to sit and listen to the safe pinging and ponging and ringing. So make sure that you turn them off. And thanks, Greg. Uh, question all the way in the back there. Do the ceremony bow and then turn it into the office later. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So if you could line up the people on this side and that aisle over there and the people on this side and this aisle here. Um, and then we'll begin. So just notice how it is in the body as you move forward. Get in line. What's activated in the mind. <laughs> how the heart is. What's the feeling and the emotion there. Okay, so we'll start on this side and alternate.
Just sitting for a moment, allowing ourselves to be present to that, that is happening now in the body, with the heart, with the mind. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. So thank you for that, the beauty of that, and um, we all support your enunciation. So now is time for uh, we'll we'll be going on to our places now in um, first the bathroom probably, and then <laughs> and then we'll go on to our uh, places. So uh, in the various um, places we've been assigned to, so you can check the room numbers and also our names are there uh, in front of the rooms that we're in. There'll be these uh, rooms along the side here and one at up up the stairs. Uh, you'll see the signs that'll guide you to your respective um, places this morning. So thank you for your practice and have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.